Welcome to the Send Nutrition Podcast, where we discuss horse health, nutrition, training and performance. Welcome everyone to the next episode of the Send Nutrition Podcast. You're with your host Brian and Peter again and this is episode 52. The train keeps rolling on Peter. Brian, I think Joe Rogan's going to be giving us a phone call soon. Maybe you want to interview us. Yeah, it's the <laughs> We hope. Yeah, that, that would be crazy. But um, today's episode is on our new game-changing product, which is the Sen High Fiber Lupin Pellet. And we'll go through the reasons why this was developed to be an additional cool calorie source and safe one to be used in conjunction with any horse diet and how the nutrient profile compares to the ones that are already on the market, like the Copra, the Beet Pulp, and the Rice Brands. And we'll also go through why lupins are regarded as a superfiber, but then how Sen has taken this one step further and really improved that whole profile to really match the Australian conditions, but also a horse's physiology. Brian, I think our listeners know that we're not really the ones asleep at the wheel, so we always try to innovate and prove where we can and look this product's taken quite a bit of work to get it to the point where it is today and we are launching next week so for, for the listeners out there just keep an eye out for for the product available in your in your local store and if, if it's not obviously contact your local store but it probably took us you know six to twelve months to, to get it to fully develop to fully work um, as our listeners know we used to import a beet pop product out of europe um, obviously it it was good at that time but we always wanted to to do something locally and and we've sort of put our minds together brian and i and, and we come up with this high fiber lupin palette so from what we understand it's the only high fiber lupin palette in the world and it's something that we're that we're really proud of and i'll just go through maybe briefly of what the benefits of of lupins in general are and, and i'm sure there's people out there that have never heard of lupins or, or have not fed lupins or have wanted to feed lupins. So I'll just go through some of the benefits of, of lupins in general. Um, and just to kick things off, it's actually, this is a, this is a fact, 85% of the world's lupins are grown in Australia. Yeah, well. It's, it's huge, isn't it? Um, we've got such, a, you know, such an enormous industry, but a lot of people still don't know about it. So here's a few benefits of, of lupins in general. So they've got really good amino acid levels, uh, basically 14 grams a kilogram of, of lysine and two grams per kilogram of, of methionine. And those two amino acids are really important for building top line and a lot of other good things in horses. It's a pretty good source of, of, of digestible fiber. So the normal lupins around about 10 to, to sort of 15%. It's, it's good, but it's not great. It's got really good levels of, of, of sugar and starch. So on average, about 2% starch and 7 to 8% sugar. Fat levels adequate at around sort of four five percent. The big kicker is the is the energy level. So there are about fourteen megajoules of energy, which is which is huge, compared to something like a corn or oats, which average around about eleven twelve. So it's you know it's a much safer you know legume to feed than a than a grain. The good thing is it's it's very highly digestible at, at close to ninety percent, um, and and that's because it doesn't have too much lignin content, um, and it's mostly obviously through the through the hindgut fermentation. And the best thing is it's very palatable for horses, and horses love them. Yeah, they're really good points about lupins, Peter. And it, it was really hard to ignore the Australian lupin as the base ingredient for an Australian-made product. That what we want to do is improve the profile of the lupin. It wasn't that bad to start off with but we know there is a gap in the market in terms of the way the fiber levels are in the lupins and the way a horse is designed to ferment fiber so to get more fiber into this we had to put our heads together and and really come up with something simple but effective and without any of those fillers and or unnecessary ingredients in a pellet 
And when you look at the whole range of cool feeds or fibre feeds additions on the market, we'll take you through this later in this podcast regarding these, but when you look at them, they're all not perfect. So some have got high iron, some of them got really low trace minerals, some have higher starch levels and and some have really poor protein. And we'll go through these later on and, and Peter and I will really deep dive and highlight this. And this is why this send lupin pellet was born to really help the, the horse at the end of the day with a better product for their physiology and overall health. Brian, that's extremely well summarised. And as I said before, like you and I are always on a lookout for what we can improve. If, you know, if there's a if there's a product on the market that, that we've created or, or even if something out there that we can make better and to make it more healthy, we're going to do it. So I did go through the positive points, obviously, of, of, of feeding normal lupins, but there are a few critical points I should mention as well. So... The biggest problem with lupins is they're really high in protein and what that means is that too much protein as we went through previously in one of our, our other podcasts is, is not healthy especially when you're feeding a lupin with you know with lucin and, and, and other protein sources so you can you can get into sort of kidney failure kid, you know, kidney shutdown and all sorts of things so having a high protein lupin means you can only feed a maximum depending on on the, the work that's getting done you know between two to 2.2 kilograms a day so that's still at a handbrake um, and roadblock that's in with the normal lupin. So we thought, myself and Brian as well, look, if we're going to do a lupin product, let's make it so it doesn't have a limited amount that you could feed, but it's not going to be dangerous where it will get obviously fully absorbed without the side effects. So that's why we came to the idea of, well, let's make a high fibre lupin, but also not compromise on the, on the protein too much because protein is very important, but it's got to be at the right amount. Mm, yeah, 100%, Peter. And another aspect of this was we do know a lot of horse owners that like to feed lucin and feeding cracked lupins on top is just doubling up on that protein content. And we'd probably prefer you to feed that roughage, not straight lucin, but in a grassy lucin if you need to and if your horse needs to get that roughage intake into them. And also the other benefits with the calcium levels as well. But we found that if you can improve that lupin profile, which is what we have done, you're going to have a more complementary feed to go with the feed program in the Australian conditions. What I'd be right saying, Brian, this is an engineered lupin. It's not a Frankenstein one. This is like non-GMO. It's a it's a natural lupin, but we've just sort of tweaked with it to make it to make it even better than what it was sort of designed to to yeah. do. And don't worry, we haven't run like cheap oils through it like other companies do, or put a filler through to bind that pellet the the way that we've got our technology sorted in the mills is that we don't need that unnecessary binder or byproduct in there and um, we just want the most natural state of the ingredient as possible because what is more natural is better for the horse well we have got a state-of-the-art mill now as well obviously that's that's equine dedicated so we're not mixing other cattle feeds or chook feeds or, or lamb feeds so it is an equine dedicated mill it is the latest technology so we can have the pellet binding naturally just with steam without adding any binders or oils or, or anything else that some other companies do add yeah so it's that pure ingredient pure product and you're supporting the australian farms and we'll touch on that later yeah yeah we'll get a bit patriotic about this where like i said you probably the listeners can hear in our voice we're very excited and very proud of this product because i think it's a it's a true game changer in the, in the industry so we we can't wait for it to be be out there in the market from next week onwards so for any of our listeners out there that don't know this, lupins are actually from the same family as um, as lucin. So 
they're both a legume. So if you are feeding lucerne or you, or you can't get access to lucerne, this will be a good alternative as well. You probably don't want to feed both of them at the same time because you are going to max out your, you know, your protein level. But just to put that on record is that, that the lupins are from the same family as, as lucerne. Yeah, and what the cool calories that come from this is when you look at what defines a cool calorie, it's a low sugar and low starch profile but high in fibre. And this is compared to traditional grain-based feeds. This has become quite popular in the market, but all these profiles are not balanced or need extra support when you're feeding your horse. And for it to be considered non-heating it doesn't create large insulin spikes, which can lead to insulin resistance and sensitivity. So finding these cool calorie sources is really important for your horse in terms of maintaining the condition in a healthy way, but also protecting that hindgut environment from the negative effects of too much sugar and too much starch. So what we have done in simple terms is really increase the fiber level and lower that protein level, as Peter said, of the lupin ingredient, which really complements the horse's physiology. Well, now everything's balanced, you know, as you mentioned briefly at the, at the beginning, and we'll go over some of the different feeds that, that don't have the correct balance and obviously how we've managed to, to balance ours is there's nothing perfect in the world. So that's why it's taken us so long to, to develop a product that we can actually take to market because it's very hard to nitpick this product with what's wrong with it because most of the, most of the levels that, that we, you know, say the zinc and copper in Australia is, is, always, is always low compared to the iron. So we've, we've addressed the iron, you know, we've addressed the zinc and copper and we'll go through that a little bit later, but it is something that's as close to, to, you know, to being ideal as we could make it. You know, physically we cannot do anything else with it and that's why we're so passionate about it. Yeah, 100%, Peter. So another reason why this product was born was when we do these diet analysis for horse owners is when we have the sengrain free as the base vitamin mineral pellet or the cf50 then the horse owners have the horses in training so they've got them on the sen oil as well unlimited roughage but then at times of the season times of the year they might need that increase in calories or a cool source of calories so then we would then recommend another calorie source on top so maybe the beet pulps or the copper more commonly because people are really comfortable with feeding them. But when you look at their profiles, they're not ideal. And particularly with the beet pulp, the iron is very high and a lot of people were rinsing it, which is just another step. So we're trying to make the horse owner's life easier. So you just feed that one product on top that doesn't need to require soaking or, or any other time-consuming things with it that's well said brian and also like from another angle if some of our clients have got like a really good doer and they're feeding the cf50 but they're looking just to bulk up the feed with something this lupin pellet's a great addition and even if it's at 500 you know grams or you know or a kilogram it's still a high fiber pellet that's balanced with the zinc copper and 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 iron so then the cf50 basically complements the profile in a lupin pellet where if you use the beet pulp on the other hand, you know, with, with high iron, as Brian said, and low zinc and, 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 and low copper, you're sort of throwing the balance out of whack. So most feed companies don't mention this, but they don't design their feeds to be fed with any other feeds because it is very hard to to balance the, the ratios where with the Send products, you know that when you're feeding them, that everything doesn't hinder each other and, and everything's designed to work to work well together without overdoing or underdoing. Yeah, it's been proven time after time Australia-wide and even internationally and the amount of great feedback we get week after week, uh, it's just it's re- really good to hear. And we know 
we you have to treat each horse as an individual, as we've, we've said many times. And when when we see the results come through, it's, it's a really good feeling for Peter and I that we've had an impact on that horse and really helped it from the inside out. But also it's a credit to the owner with their management and care and attention. That's well said, Brian. So just in summary, if we can go through a scenario, say look, one of our listeners out there going, all right, well, I'm feeding some of your products. I'm trying to incorporate the send loop and pellet how would I integrate it and what in? So let's just say you've got a performance horse, whether it's eventing, insurance, what so forth. It's it's a horse that trains two or three or four days a week. What the feed would look like is, well, you've got your grain-free or your C50 as the vitamin mineral um, product slash supplement. You've got your sen oil, obviously, for the, for the cool calm energy, the omega-3s. So now those two products might not be enough, obviously, in terms of calories, and your horse might start dropping weight so what you want is you want extra calories in there so in comes the the send loop and pellet and that might be at a kilogram at a at 1.5 depending on the workload that you do whether it's short and sharp or whether it's sort of intense you know long work you've got your pasture or your hay on top of that so the way you got to look at it is it's it's like a fuel tank the the faster that you drive the more petrol you burn the slower you go obviously the less distance the less you burn so it's all about calories in and calories out so the grain-free, the CF50, they're the non-negotiable ones. You need to have that in a diet because you've got to tick those vitamin mineral boxes. The senol, that's a must, obviously, you know, correct the omega-3 ratio. But instead of reaching out for possibly like a, you know, barley or or a mill run or, you know, oats perhaps, this is a great alternative where you're still going to get really, really, really high energy in a high-fiber base, obviously, so you're not affecting those, you know, those insulin spikes. But you're topping up those extra calories that the horse needs so it doesn't lose weight, it, it doesn't go backwards, but you still can build the right amount of fitness into that horse. Yeah, and even more importantly to that is you're giving them the healthy source of calories with a healthy trace mineral profile. So that's it's going to be used really widely through the body systems in terms of the immune system, the hoof and coat health. And when you get those ratios right, you can really see the horse thrive from the inside out. Well, Brian, we know you're never going to harm a horse feeding it too much fibre and you will cause damage feeding too much grain. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it's it's more risky that way of feeding. But when you can see the, the starch levels of this lupin pellet being less than 1% and really low sugar levels, you're not going to overload the digestive system with the negative effects of grain. Exactly. Well said, Brian. I might just summarise the, the five points, you know, pretty much the main points how our lupin pellet is different obviously to to some of the other high fiber feeds on the, on the market and the biggest one as we mentioned is is the high fiber at at 30 percent so we've done extremely well to get to get to 30 percent but also keep a, a really good energy content obviously about 13 13.5 megajoules of energy it's 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 very low iron compared to some of the some of the other fiber sort of products on the market natural prebiotic there's starch at less than 1%. Zinc and copper are in the right ratios and they're a lot higher than some of the other fibre feeds. But the big thing is there's no soaking required. So we know a lot of our, our lupin feeders have to soak soak the lupin so you've got time, you know, you've got obviously the the aspect of you want that lupin fully digested in a raw grain where it, where it sometimes doesn't happen if it's not soaked properly. So there's no soaking required for this product. Yeah, and the, this profile of this send lupin pellet is far superior to the ones on the market and Peter and I will go through a quick comparison of each one that you may be feeding at the moment so then you can get a grasp on where it sits in line with the, the new lupin pellet. The biggest thing I'd like to start off first is that we're 100% Australian, owned and made. So we use 
basically 100% Australian lupins. We use the sweet lupin, so that's the only variety that, that, that you can feed to horses. And look, some of our listeners in, in, in the United States, even the UK, they've probably never heard of lupins before. But it's 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 similar to, to soya beans. The difference is a lot of the soybeans that are coming into Australia and, and even around the world, they're, they're genetically modified soybeans and, and the profile is is unfortunately not as good as what the lupin profile is. So that's why we've decided to go to go with um with lupins. And for our Australian listeners, it is made in Australia. It is grown in Australia. Obviously, it's a it's a very natural product. Unlike some of the other feeds, you know, the copra meals, all of them are imported. The big pulps, the, you know, they're all imported out of Europe. Some of the stabilized rice brands, some are imported. Some are made locally. And, and the soya hulls, obviously, some are imported, some are locally. It just depends whether you, whether you get the GMO one or not. So we're 100% natural, non-GMO. Um, that's probably the biggest thing. So you are supporting an Australian-made product, an Australian-owned company. You are supporting Australian farmers. And in times like we are now, it's I think it's very important that a, a lot of us spend our dollars wisely and money that is going to support the economy as well. So obviously we want to turn, turn those dollars around to help everyone from the farmers to, to everyone that's involved. So we're very proud to have an Australian-made product where, pre- where previously we did do a beet pulp. And in hindsight now with, with all the supply chain issues that are, that, you know, that are going on, we probably dodged a bullet and, and we're, we're even more proud to have a better profile product that's, that's made locally. Yeah, 100%, Peter. I can't echo that, that enough, what you've said, because... We have to support our own backyard first and particularly now with with the whole economic environment about how people are living, we need to support each other. And with this scent lupin pellet, you're getting a fresher product. It hasn't been halfway around the world, unloaded in cargo ports and, and processed that way. And what we're doing is we're doing something better for the horse as well in terms of, yes, a fresher product, but no fillers or unnecessary ingredients in it. And Brian, that's well said. I'd be the first to say if there's a better product that's getting imported, you know, we would say, you know what, it is a great comparison. But the thing is, there's nothing better than a sloop and pallet that's imported. Hence why we're so sort of passionate about it. And as you said out there is our product is made fresh. So when it gets manufactured, it's normally out there to our to our clients, you know, within a week. And yeah. And you know, you imagine with the supply chain issues now, there's there's containers that are stuck at you know stuck at sea for months, two months. You know, like it travels sort of six weeks. So by the time you get it, it might be a, a five six month old product. And and freshness is everything, in my opinion. Yeah, no, hundred percent, Peter. And when you look at some of these key nutrients in the profile, particularly crude fiber, like beet pulp gets a rap saying, oh, it's high in high in fiber, but really. Yeah, it's 16% fibre, which is high compared to grain. But look at the send lupin pellet at over 30%. That's double to beet pulp. And when you're trying to feed more efficiently and trying to get better results, the send lupin pellet is going to be better in digestive health than the beet pulp. And also copper, which is only 12 to 15% crude fibre. That's well summarised, Brian. I'll, I'll jump on to the crude protein. So obviously we're at, we're at 20% and, you know, You've given Beat Bob a bit of a bashing over the head, and I might just join in. It's it's only eight percent, so mm-hmm. the quality of the of the protein in Beat Pop is 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 not very good protein. I mean, at eight percent, so we're at twenty. Beat Pop's around about eight. the The next best one is is Copra, which is which is around about you know the twenty percent. But the crude fiber, unfortunately, in the Copra meal is is lacking. So that's you know that's the negative out of out of feeding Copra. Yeah, hundred percent. And when you look at the amino acid profiles, the lysine levels are higher in the lupin pellet, which is going to promote better growth and development, but also support the muscle growth in terms of 
those horses in performance. So there's really big ticks for this Sandalupin pellet compared to the Copra, the Beet Pulp. And then when you look at the rice bran, it's around 13% protein, but only 10% fibre. But the issue with this profile is the starch level, and it's around 20%, which is not what you're looking for in something to promote digestive health. It's like a Big Mac smashing it down with, with KFC. You've got to work that off pretty hard, Pete. <laughs> it take me a week, bro. <laughs> and let's touch on those starch levels now. So our lupin pellet is around 0.7%. Copper is 1.3%, which is, which is good too. Beet pulp's trace, and as we said, the, the rice brand's through the roof. Yeah, it's it's a bit startling. Obviously, rice brands are quite popular in Australia, and you know there are different brands out there, but at 20% starch... If you get a laminitic horse or, or sort of, you know, EMS, you know, that's an alarm bell for me. Yeah, you've got to, got to really watch it. And what Peter and I were really excited with the testing of this product was this trace mineral profile. It really, truly is something that we're very proud of with the ratios that occur in the sweet lupin. And with the zinc level at approximately 303 milligrams, it actually is six times more than any of the other fibre products out there. Brian, you can't wipe the smile off my face. If our listeners could only see our faces smiling, we're just so happy with it. No, it's it is. So the thing is, this is where a lot of the other feeds have come unstuck, and why we've actually nailed it here is the zinc, the the copper, and the iron ratio. Like we've tried to get it as close to ideal as possible, but at least it's balanced. Where if you look at all those other feeds that we went through, a lot of them are just way out of whack. Yeah, yeah, and. What you can see is beet pulp and soy hulls, well over 600 milligrams compared to 150 milligrams of iron in the lupin pellet. So that first is a massive tick for the certain lupin pellet in terms of where you want to be with your iron levels because the Australian soil conditions are high in iron. We don't need any more iron in the diet. And by getting that down, you're getting better absorption of your other trace minerals and a lot more even nutrient profile in your overall diet and especially horses can't excrete iron, so storing it around the body is not beneficial for their health. Brian, it's really well summarised, and also with the spring grass coming through now, obviously there's there's a lot of sugar in the grass, there's there's going to be iron that's sort of going through the roof, so you don't want to be adding more iron onto iron. It's just it's a recipe for disaster, as as Brian mentioned, and even we had a phone call this week from, from one of our clients said, you know, with the spring grass, she's put a horse out in a paddock for two or three weeks, it's put on like 20 kilograms, but it's it's got a cresty neck, and she's sort of she was wondering where you know where it was coming from. But we know it's from the sugar and starch. So this is where I think our listeners really got to be careful with feeding a high starch or a high sugar product while we've got sort of spring grass around, because that really just going to blow that horse apart. Yeah, that, that's a really good point, Peter. Especially yep in these seasons, this product would be really complimentary for the horse owners looking to get that sugar and starch level down and safer sources as a pattern with 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 the products that we're comparing against which are very popular in australia and and look most of them are imported as we as we mentioned is the three main issues i think we've got as them is that a lot of them have got high iron they've got low zinc they've got low copper and that's just throughout you know all four of them so what we've done is we've corrected the zinc, the iron, the copper. So what that does, so what that means is that feeding, say, the lupin pellet along with the CF50, you're only going to get more zinc, you're only going to get more copper, and you're and you're going to keep that that iron level really low. And if you're feeding the grain free, complete feed, that's only going to complement more zinc, you know, 
more copper and less iron. So you're actually building that immune system health, obviously, with the zinc and copper. And you know your your pasture at home or your or your hay ration at home might be high in iron. So we're actually lowering your iron with with these pellets, but we're actually increasing your zinc and copper to naturally balance out your you know your roughage that you've got at home. Yeah, really good points, Peter. Overall, this is one of the most nutritious additions to any feed program, and it can be easily adapted. So when you have your base right with all your roughage and your SEN grain-free, all your SEN CF50 vitamin mineral supply, which is in good ratios, high levels, in a healthy grain-free pellet, and then you're supplying your omega-3 with your SEN oil on top of that, this SEN lupin pellet is really complementary to this and promotes the horse's health in the Australian conditions. It's funny, Brian. I think we've got higher zinc and copper levels in our lupin pellet than some other feed companies have in their in their complete feeds. Yeah, um, I think so. I think you're right there. And this is why some other feed companies want people to feed sort of two two kilograms or three kilograms or, or even four or five kilograms, and that's to hit that recommended requirement. You know, for the minimum vitamin, you know, for the minimum vitamin and mineral levels that that are required daily. Where say our zinc at at three hundred and three milligrams, I mean that's that's pretty high for a you know like for a for a loop and pallet. Where if you have got some companies that have got a zinc at one fifty, well you've got to feed two kilograms of the other product compared to one kilogram of our product to hit that three hundred and three milligrams of zinc. So when you're looking at what's your true cost per feed, actually get a pen and paper and go through. All right, well I'm feeding one kilo of this half a kilo of that and I'm feeding this supplement, tally up exactly what you're feeding because you might get a shock when you tally up exactly what your cost per feed is per day. Yeah, it's happening time and time again when people really deep dive their diet, the current diet and then compare or switch to the SEN diet. You're seeing a saving there. You're seeing a better efficiency with what the feed is utilised. It might be a smaller feed, but you are getting all the right nutrient profile the calorie sources, and then you can adjust your calorie sources to how your horse is responding because they will respond differently. They're all individuals. And when you look at trainers, some train a little bit harder than others. They'll adjust their scent oil and this scent lupin pellet to their degree. They're not going to have an adverse effect in terms of their overall health of the horse because they're not taking any shortcuts. They're just conditioning the way they want to and they get a good feel for that individual horse and what they need. That's well summarised, Brian. And one point I'd like to make is let's just say we get to an extreme level. We've got, you know, like a, an endurance horse or we've got like a, like a thoroughbred, obviously, horse that, you know, trains a lot faster as well. The beautiful thing with our feed is we've got a lot of moving parts. And what that means is you can give a little bit less loop and pallet. And if you wanted to for the extra calories, you can add oats in, you know, obviously to, to replace those glycogen stores where if you're feeding one grain-based complete feed, you can't really you know, change those moving parts because it's a grain-based complete feed. So if you've got, you know, a horse that's just piling on too much weight, you know, obviously, like, you back that feed off, you're going to be shortchanging the vitamins, minerals, where with our feeders, you've got a lot of moving parts. So you can you can reduce the oats if you've got a horse that's putting on too much weight and you can and you can increase the lupins or you know you can if you've got a you know a filly that's that's prone to tying up you can you can possibly even get rid of all the oats and just increase the lupin pellets to two or three kilograms where you're going to be getting that that really good sort of digestible energy but with a high fiber obviously base so you're not you know you're not exposing that filly to tying up or or, or you know what she's been used to yeah no that's well well put peter and the results we're getting with, with the trainers that are using this product and also the other horse owners is the horses are 
as good, if not better, in their performance and, and the way they're growing their, their development and muscle. And we've also got some studs using it as well. And, and this is really good building blocks or healthy building blocks for their growth and development, particularly with weanlings and yearlings coming through. And you're not going to expose them to those unnecessary insulin spikes at an early age, which can really develop metabolic issues later on in life and and that's what we're trying to avoid with these horses particularly the performance horses that's what's said brian and it's also obviously with the you know with the good lysine and methionine they're really good building blocks for those younger horses too so i can't i can't stress that point enough so when is this available peter brian the um the pellets are getting made as we speak so hopefully we'll be out there to all the distributors from early next week which will be i say from the 23rd so the 23rd 24th onwards um queensland will probably be later that week or the or the following week as well but for our listeners out there please please call your produce store you know ask ask for for the lupin pellet if the if the store has heard of it or or even send them to listen to this podcast look it is a groundbreaking product and we sort of we plug it, but we're so proud of it. And I think that's the main thing. And as I said, you're supporting Australian farmers, you know, you're supporting family businesses like ours. And, you know, there's no need to to be using imported products when you've got something in your own doorstep that's a much better product. And I think people will find it's going to be a much more cost-effective product as well. Yeah, 100%, Peter. It, it truly is the game changer that we needed in the industry because we're trying to promote the very best nutrient profile for a horse and this was the missing link when you looked at everything available on the market and even more proudly, it is Australian-made. Well, we stress that point all the time, but I think we can't stress that point even more today with everything that's going on in the world. And, you know, with all these imported products, they are going to be delayed in stock. You know, prices are going to keep going up. We export overseas and we know how much how much our, you know, our shipping freights are going up. I mean, from our last export to, to, to this recent one, it's almost 4,000 per container. So, you know, we're doing our bit, obviously, to send this product around the world. And, and you know, for our listeners out there, we'd appreciate your support as well for, you know, for you doing your bit and, and you know, to spend your hard-earned money in, us, in Australia and for money that stays in Australia as well. Yeah, no, well said, Peter. So overall, this Send Lupin Pellet is a very healthy calorie source for any diet that your, your horse is on. So look at your calorie sources that you're feeding if you want to have a little play and, and help improve that overall nutrient profile, this is really easy to incorporate. If you've got any further questions, we, we're really happy to answer any questions on it. Just reach out on social media, even call the Scent HQ, flick us an email, and, and we're, we'll be really happy to guide you with your specific horse needs and their individual performance. That's well said, Brian. And I think it's probably a good time now to maybe contact us about your free diet analysis. So within your product coming in, obviously Carly does a fantastic job with, with balancing the diet. So you might be feeding another grain or you might be feeding a, you know, a cracked lupin or a crushed lupin. Um, and look, Carly will, will balance that and so let you know exactly how many kilograms you need and what so forth. Our product having a higher, you know, higher fiber as well. You know, so you might be feeding actually less of it if you're feeding a grain free, but Carly does a fantastic job. So please reach out. There's only 10, 11 questions on there. On a website, you've got myself and Brian on the on the bat phone. So if you if you need to call through, you know one of us is always in to to answer your questions. And remember, there's no silly questions. The only silly thing is not asking a question. Yeah, and we're trying to make a horse owner's life easier. We're trying to make horses healthier, and yeah, we're we're just here to help in in every aspect. And 
as Peter said, there is no dumb question because we're all here to learn as science evolves, as feeding horses evolves. We're trying to do what's best for these amazing creatures because they, they are truly one of a kind, the way they're built physiology-wise. And Peter and I are really proud of what we've achieved at Send, and we're still innovating and we're still looking to improve this further, but within reason. Yeah, 100%, Brian. And I think by having a diet that's balanced, that's healthy, low in sugar and starch, you're going to notice your vet bills are, are probably going to be non-existent, if not minimal as well. So, you know, as a rule of thumb, we sort of have a have a laughing joke, obviously, you know, like the, the worse you feed, you know, obviously the higher your vet bills. And it's not necessarily true, but if you do focus on having high fibre, high fat in your diet, you are going to run into a lot less problems than if you're flirting with, with the dangers of, of feeding a, a high sugar, high starch diet. Yeah, and we, we see this time and time again, so... I think we might wrap that up, Peter. Brian, it's um, it's it's been a pleasure today, and as uh, as our listeners know, we're very we're very pumped about this. So please um, please contact your local stores about about getting the product in, and it will be available from from the twenty second, twenty third onwards of October. One thing I'd like to say is I think we might put it on the record, Peter, that the recommended retail price is forty four ninety five. Yeah, look, there have been some stores that have just been sort of going through the roof on price. Um, we, we have got a recommended retail of, of, of forty four ninety five. We are a premium brand, obviously, so some, some sort of merchants think that they could put a premium price tag on the product as well. And look, we understand everyone's got bills to pay and what so forth, but, you know, sometimes we're getting 8 to $10 fluctuation from, from one store to another store which we don't think is fair to the you know to the end consumer so so please shop around or if your store's looking and get it maybe let them know that the recommended retail is 44.95 from sen yeah and the other point to this was it's the unfair treatment of one brand's markup is lower than another brand so why should the end consumer be penalized at a higher price because of the brand perception yeah and what we ask for is when we're obviously when we're talking to to different feed merchants and 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 sort of stores is that well you know whatever markup you have on a beet pulp or whatever markup you have on a on a copra or or you know soybean hulls put the same markup on on the same products even though we're you know we're a premium brand it costs us more to manufacture premium products. So it's not like we make double the profit margin of any other company. It actually costs us more to produce premium products. But some merchants obviously feel that they can put a premium on top of a premium um, because, you know, they can get away with it. So that's not coming sort of from HQ, from from myself and Brian. Um, $44.95 is, is our sort of recommended retail price. Look, a couple of dollars up, a couple of dollars down, you know, no issues. But if you are seeing it sort of over $50, I think you've got to ask your produce store the question is sort of what, you know, what are you thinking or sort of what are you doing and why? Yeah, 100%, Peter. We do think the produce stores have really got onto it and some have sold out people on a wait list and it's only going to get more exposure with the success people have but also it mitigates that risk of having a fiber feed out of stock because we're not importing it or going through those importation channels well it must be annoying for the end user obviously if they have to chop and change different feeds every month because this is out of stock this is in stock or you might get two bags this month and you get nothing you know next month so where you know you know that on an australian made product australian owned company like we are we're going to be reliable and, and as I said before, we're not going to have the, the price fluctuations. So if you are looking for a stable supply, um, a locally made product, obviously a product which we believe has better specs to, to our competitors on the market and hopefully it's even cheaper, um, you know, to me that's a win-win. Yeah, it's a, it's a massive win. So we will have another podcast to you very soon, Peter, I think as this weather heats up again. You'll be have to put in your speedos on, Brian. With a gin in one hand. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. We'll, we'll see you next time. Everyone. Thank you, guys. Thank Bye. You. Thank you. See ya.